episode 18, Community is Fit Podcast. Today's something kind of cool. It's what is CrossFit about? Yeah. It's kind of based around an article that Greg Glassman wrote in 2004, mm. where he described he had a quote that was that was pretty influential to me. I heard it at my L1. Yep. You probably did it yours too. I think everybody does. Yeah. This is what CrossFit is. It's yeah. it's the magic's in the movement, the art is in the programming, the science is in the explanation, and the fun is in the community. Mm-hmm. So describe describe kind of your introduction to this when you first when you first heard it. Yeah, I think, I mean, when I first started doing CrossFit, I'm sure that some version of that was was given to me you know like hey we're gonna do these functional movements um the programming is gonna change all the time um the we'll we'll explain it to you teach you the why and then hey here's this awesome community Mm -hmm. it wasn't ever really broken down this way Mm -hmm. uh until i took my l1 when you're sitting in front of you know some of the best trainers in the world and they're explaining this stuff to you and really breaking it down piece by piece you absorb it a lot better. Yeah. Right? Um, so that was probably my first real experiences with these concepts. Okay. How about you? Uh, when I went to my L1, to be honest with you, I was probably just over a year into CrossFit. Mm-hmm. So I was a baby baby when I took my L1. Yeah. Uh, never, I was such a baby, I'd never even really lifted before. I never touched a barbell besides one time my entire life I remember before even walking into the CrossFit gym. Right. So I was as green as green comes. So to hear something like this was like, wow, yeah, it's just awesome. So and then as I went, it really didn't impact me until I started coaching. And then really when I came on full time, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, this really is it. You started seeing things through a little bit different lens. Yeah. It's not that from an outside perspective, looking at something like programming, we see constantly varied and you think random, mm-hmm. right? There's just no rhyme or reason to the madness. Mm-hmm. What we see now is that whole, um, you know, the, the art being in the programming mm-hmm. is that it is just that, right? It's like brush strokes. Mm-hmm. One f- flows right into the next and we're, cr- we're trying to create this beautiful masterpiece, which is a functional human being, mm-hmm. right? I had a conversation with Seth, our other coach yesterday, actually about how amazing the human body is and about how recovery goes mm-hmm. about how sleep affects it and we were talking about we were talking about his wedding weekend mm. we were all there it was a long weekend mm-hmm. you had you had a few beverages you had one or two <laughs> you had a few meals mm-hmm. one or two one or two food you wouldn't normally drink drinks you wouldn't normally drink yep i told him i said dude it took me an entire week to get back to just normal status of feeling good to work out right it's just the human body when we when we work and we try at it it just when we're programmed to work 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 and improve 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 and we feel what it's like to be well when we're not well or when we don't act well or we don't behave well we really notice it yeah yeah agreed yeah so let's let's break this down yep the magic's in the movement Mm -hmm. the art is in the programming the science is in the explanation, and the fun is in the community. Yep. So what CrossFit has, all of it. The first part, the magic's in the movement. That's the beauty of what we're doing with these compound, multi-joint functional movements, right? We're doing the big lifts more. We're squatting, we're deadlifting, we're doing some sort of, you know, movements that require your whole body mm-hmm. 
as opposed to you know isometric exercises which would be things like you know barbell curls mm -hmm. and leg extensions and uh you know leg curls hamstring curls calf raises there is a place for all of those things mm -hmm. in the spectrum of fitness if your goal is to maximize your time and become you know the highest expression of yourself by working out in an hour mm -hmm. the magic is in the movement mm -hmm. the compound multi-joint functional movements mm -hmm. squatting hinging pressing pulling jumping lunging the things that require your entire body to to accomplish the things you're going to do in life exactly to be able to squat down on the toilet mm -hmm. the, the basic of the basics be able to bend over and pick up a pen or a yeah. piece of paper off the ground What's without throwing that? your back out what's that that's a deadlift mm -hmm. right anybody you know ever ridden in a plane and had to put luggage in an overhead compartment what's that it's a press mm -hmm. right you ever fall down have to get back up what's that it's a burpee mm -hmm. right yep. this that's where the magic is yep. i mean that's what it, why it says magic in the movement greg Greg Glassman said magic in the movement. The last part of that, constantly varied functional movements mm -hmm. performed at high intensity. Yep. Greg Glassman pointed this out perfectly that, that sometimes doesn't get explained to people enough. That they think intensity, they think, go, 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 I'm mm -hmm. going to throw up. This is how it is. Greg Glassman, he perfectly put it, he said, no, this is power output. Yeah. The amount of power that you can put out, whether it's a lightweight moving it faster or using a heavyweight, and being able to pick it up. Right. It all requires power. Mm -hmm. That's what intensity is. Yeah. So the magic's in the movement. We train people to be functional at life no matter what comes at them. Yep. If your buddy calls and needs a tree cut down and needs it moved, you're going to be able to do it. Yeah. You're going to be that guy that's going to be able to say, heck yeah, I'll do it. If you got to play with your kids or your grandkids, you're going to be the guy or girl that's able to do it. To get down on the floor and play Legos with them. Right. Or pick up the stupid Legos from the ground. Or pick up the kid. Or pick up the kid. Right. Yeah. Yep. So the magic's in the movement. Yep. The art is in the programming. Yeah. So again, we hit that constantly varied piece, not random. We're trying to, unlike other programs that may follow what's called a linear progression, mm -hmm. right? So that would look something like, I'm going to perform these certain lifts for eight weeks. I'm going to... Uh, maybe start with sets of 10 in the next week move to sets of eight at a higher percentage six four three two Building in weight and following that linear progression. That is how typical programs are built mm -hmm. Right then follow it up with some you know accessory work some curls some whatever, you know leg day arm day back day, whatever, okay our programming follows that more what's the whole picture what do we want to accomplish out of doing this movement, mm -hmm. right? What is the goal here? Is it aesthetics or is it functionality? Mm -hmm. Because those two things, in my opinion, very rarely coincide. I see people, you see it, everybody sees it on Instagram, Facebook, who are showing you these pictures of, you know, my I'm ripped, I'm jacked, mm -hmm. right? I've got an eight pack when mm -hmm. you can only have six, right? Those people very seldom did not, or very often did not come to that in the healthiest of ways. Okay. I've listened to people who spent, you know, their lives in, in bodybuilding professions, and they talk about how if they were going out on Friday night, mm -hmm. they were advised to stop drinking water on Wednesday so that they would look as good as they possibly could on Friday night. 
Hmm. Why? Because you're randomly you're gonna dehydrated. Your, you're gonna take your shirt off, right? You never right? know. Maybe you know. Maybe you're wearing a bro tank. <laughs> if if, the, if you play your cards right, you're taking your shirt off Friday night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> True. But creating that kind of you know that goal for aesthetics, that's an awesome goal to have. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, if you want that, go for it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What we're trying to do is we're trying to paint the best human being. Yep. To do that, we program in a way that's going to make sure that you don't have any holes in your fitness, right? Mm -hmm. we, we fail at the margins of our experience. Mm -hmm. What that means is if you never lift heavy, what happens when you have to lift something heavy? Yeah. You can't do it. If you always lift heavy and never lift light, what happens when now you have to do something like picking up tree limbs, where you gotta do tens, maybe 20, 100 reps of picking something light up off the ground? Mm -hmm. You don't have, you fail because that's outside of your circle of experience. Mm -hmm. That's what we're shooting for with the art in the programming. The yeah. best version, expanding that circle so big that there are a few things that are outside of your capacities as a human being. I think of uh, getting out of getting out of the pool. Yeah. You used to be able to do it all the time when I was a kid. Go up to the edge of the pool in the deep end, mm -hmm. not on the forefoot section, but in the deep end where you used to be able to just pull yourself up. Do a muscle up. Yeah. I can't do that now. How about jumping rope? Yeah. I have high school athletes who I'm teaching to jump rope, mm -hmm. let alone adults and people who have kind of lost that capacity. Yeah. It's the simple things in life. Yeah. Yep. The, the next part. The science is in the explanation. We call it provide the why. Exactly. Why are we doing these things? We just talked a bunch about it, mm -hmm. right? We are doing compound multi-joint functional movements because they're the best bang for the buck. Mm -hmm. As far as, you know, um, hormonal response, neuroendocrine adaptation, your body learns to perform better and create a better change by doing those big movements because it elicits a certain hormonal response that those isolated movements just don't, mm -hmm. right? The next part, that constantly varied piece, we don't want to have anything that's outside of our capacities as a human being. Because like we talk about all the time, what happens when the zombie apocalypse comes, mm -hmm. right? And all of a sudden you gotta get over a 10 foot fence mm -hmm. and you've never practiced something like climbing or you know hanging on with just body weight on a bar, right? Pulling yourself up. Constantly varied, preparing for the unpreparable. Yeah. It's, it's the basics. Even within our class settings, we tend to get we tend to get stuck called like a dogmatic type approach, where we know we know our systems, we know our warm ups we're going to do. Yep. We know we're going to come in, we're going to row 500 meters. Then I'm going to get on a foam roller for five minutes, and I'm going to roll out the same thing. Then I'm going to talk to the same person that I always do every day. But when we start to mix that up, then that prepares us for other things. Those same people that are doing the same sort, the same stretches, the same warm up, the same. Um, you know, um, interactions every single day have issues that have manifested themselves because of that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I have a shoulder issue, but all I ever do is roll out my legs and my back mm -hmm. every single day because that's just what I always do. But I don't stretch my shoulder. But I don't stretch my shoulder and I still am having this reoccurring shoulder issue. Mm -hmm. I had to change, I had to change up just last week because I had an IT band issue. Mm. Had to change up my entire warm-up schedule yeah and then talking with Seth or other coach I was like man my shoulders are just killing me he said you need to start doing crossover symmetry so we change it up so whether people realize it or not during the warm-ups when it's written on the board if we intentionally mix it up it's kind of intentional to mess with you a little bit well and part of it too is 
what I like to tell my classes is don't get ahead of me on the warm up mm -hmm. because this is my opportunity to coach you up on some things. Mm -hmm. Today is a day that we worked out for quality. Mm -hmm. I took that all the way to the warm up. I said, hey, let's go slow. When we walk and pull the knee to the chest, actually pull your knee up to your chest. Mm -hmm. When we're doing these toy soldiers, kick with a straight leg. Don't kick any higher if you have to bend your knee. Mm -hmm. Take your time, let's talk about these things. This is my opportunity to like bring that mindfulness to the movement. Mm -hmm. That's where we start to get that adaptation and stuff, right? Is yeah. when we're, it's that 10,000 hours rule. It's not just accumulating 10,000 hours of handwriting, mm -hmm. right? People who have, you know, I could look at you. When did you start to, to write? Mm, I don't know. Four, three? How old are you now? 38. I had to think <laughs> about it. 38. <laughs> so we've got 35 years of writing experience. Mm -hmm. Holy shit, we have an expert writer in the house. Mm -hmm. Right, but if I were to look at your notebook and um, and your handwriting, sometimes it's only discernible by you, mm -hmm. right? Just because you have put in 35 years of writing doesn't mean that you put in 35 years of practice and deliberate practice. An improvement. An improvement, right? Because at some point in time, you got good enough to where you just checked the box. Mm -hmm. That's what we want to make sure people aren't doing with their human movement, mm -hmm. right? I don't want you just picking the bar up because you always pick the bar up. I want you making sure that you're picking it up with a flat back hinging at the hip, mm -hmm. getting down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Every time. Every time. Yep. How you do anything is how you do everything. But bringing that intentionality to something like a warm up, mm -hmm. when maybe we've spent the last six months just kind of spaced out during the warm up or talking to a friend, which is fine, talk to them, but make sure that you're being intentional and deliberate about how you're moving and the mm -hmm. things that you're doing. Have you seen I guess a good question is, have you seen any growth over the last X amount of time? Whether that be whatever your goals are, have you seen growth in that area? Yeah. In that big picture? Over the last three years since I've been doing CrossFit, have I seen growth? Absolutely. Right. Do you, am I the skinniest that I've ever been? No. Am I the fittest I've ever been? Absolutely. Yeah. Do I look like I'm fit? Partially, yes. But I, I'm absolutely more fit than I've ever been in my life. Right. I can do just about anything, still working on muscle ups. That'll come. It'll come. But it's that progression of can you see it? And yeah. that's what that's what we provide the answer for that other places don't. Right. We provide the why we do this. Why do we do the same barbell movement, same barbell warm up every day? Why do we do the Bergner warm up so often? Because it's practice. It's getting those repetitions in and bringing that mindfulness to the movement and becoming better at them. Mm -hmm. Shoulder shrug, elbows high and outside. It's not just to clean. get reps in. It's not, we don't program something like the Bergner warm-up just so that you can go through the reps. It's making sure that you are not only bringing the mindfulness to it, but now, you know, we're priming the movement. We're priming the movement. We're making sure that we're starting to get those adaptations and getting a little bit of a refresher every time. Mm -hmm. If I can improve you 1% every day, what kind of a progress can we make in a year? Mm -hmm. When we do, when we do, uh, good mornings as mm -hmm. part of our barbell warm-up when we do those good mornings that good morning during that workout one day was what finally clicked and made me made me think oh this is what it feels like to initiate my hamstrings yeah to feel what it is or doing negatives on the wall for handstand push-ups this is what it feels like to have lat engagement mm -hmm. or negatives on the pull-ups it's like that's why we do this stuff so you can feel it yep because the reason you can't do a pull-up is because your lats aren't engaged sure Muscle yeah. recruitment. Yep. The last part is the fun is in the community. Yeah. That 
speaks for itself. I mean, we have, again, been very intentional and deliberate about building, in my opinion, one of the most astounding communities of people mm -hmm. um, that I have ever had the privilege to be a part of. Mm -hmm. I played high school sports, college sports. I was in a fraternity in college. I know something about being around, you know, groups of people. Mm -hmm. And this group that has kind of come together in this space is, I would trade them for any other one. Yep, yep. I have a, I have a, I have a background of seven years as a youth pastor. Community, years and years of being in a church. Sure. And uh, there's just, there's no other community like the CrossFit community. Yeah. I've had it with conversations with people, a lady that we were in Wisconsin with at the games, her husband's a pastor. They have a church in their gym. Oh. Every Sunday morning, 120 people show up in their church, in That's their gym. That's pretty interesting. Every Sunday morning. Yep. Miles Van Pelt, who teaches at a big university down south, he's a, he's a Hebrew scholar. And I was talking with him about the difference in the community and a church and the CrossFit community. And mm. he said, it's interesting in the dynamic because if there's a mixture of the two, if the church would be like the CrossFit community, the different things that would happen. Mm. And it just, I've been on both ends of the spectrum. And if there was a little bit of this there, it'd be huge. Yeah. There's just something about the fun in the community. That's very interesting. Being together, struggling with each other. Yeah. It's that shared suffering. It's the, it's the same reason that such uh, profound bonds are created in the military. Mm -hmm. Right? People go through an experience together. They overcome hardships together. Yep. And all of a sudden, now we are, we are bonded together by this thing. Right, whether that thing be Fran or Diane or Filthy Fifty, mm -hmm. right? We are bonded together because we, we saw some adversity mm -hmm. and we overcame it and we did it together. We all made it through, mm -hmm. right? We're all on this journey towards this thing called fitness mm -hmm. and we start at different points, but the, 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 the key is that we're all on it together. Mm -hmm. That's profound. Yep, yep, it's accountability, it's together. It if one person doesn't show up, somebody's calling them. It's having a group of like-minded people getting together to achieve a common goal. Yep. And that's and it's just under this umbrella of this thing called CrossFit. CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's, so much more. Yeah. Yep. So the magic's in the movement, the art is in the programming, and the science is in the explanation. And the fun and the, is in the community. That's it. Yep. Hey, see you at the box. I'm Don. Cody. See ya. Thank you.